0: Hey guys, it's Ashley Mayo, and I'm really excited to introduce to you a new monthly series of episodes that'll offer you the experience of visiting a variety of golf destinations. This month, we're going straight to Bandon Dunes. Located in the southwest coast of Oregon, in a small town called Bandon, Bandon Dunes has five golf courses and maybe a soon to be sixth. More on that later. Bandon's actually celebrating its 20th year anniversary in May, and I've been going once a year since 2013. Honestly, that's a streak that I hope to keep alive for the rest of my life.
1: That'd be impressive.
0: So that there is Sean Zuck, who is a Golf.com editor and the podcast host. Today, he'll play the role of the people. Yeah. yeah. He's going to ask me the questions that you guys asked all about Band Dunes via my Instagram story. So let's get right to it. The first thing we want to do with all of these experiential podcasts is start from the beginning. How do you get there? With Bandon, there are three major airports to consider. One is PDX, Portland Airport. It's the biggest one of the three. And so it'll generally offer the cheapest flights, the greatest number of nonstop flights, on the greatest number of airlines. Yeah. Um, The only downside there is it's four and a half hours away from Bandon proper. So you're going to have to fly in maybe across the country. That's a six hour flight if you're flying from the East Coast. And then you're facing a four and a half hour drive. If you're doing it with the right people, it's really no problem at all. Go with your foursome buddies. Make that drive from Portland the beginning of the abandoned experience, and you're golden. The next airport to consider is Eugene Airport. Again, there are, some, there are lots of daily nonstop options from a number of cities, from Chicago, Denver, Vegas, Phoenix, Portland, you know, on a number of airlines. But they're going to be more limited than the, those flights into Portland.
1: Yeah, you can't get there from New York. No, not direct, at least
0: not direct. Yeah, I'm talking direct flights. I'm a New Yorker. I'm spoiled with that. <laughs> <laughs> um, so Eugene is more attractive because it's just a two and a half hour drive. If you want to get real cushy, North Bend Airport is just 25 miles north of Bandon Dunes. Unfortunately, there there are very limited number of nonstop flights. If you live in San Francisco or Denver, you are in luck because United actually started a you know, twice a week round trip flight program from Denver into North Bend. Um, And that happens just during the summer during that peak season in in Bandon. Um, And a lot of people have been taking advantage of that.
1: That's nice. It's time for our first question. Yes. This comes from a fleisch 18 uh, or a fleisch 18. What time would you leave Portland for an 11:15 tea time at bandon we're getting real specific
0: yeah 11:15 15 tea time yep. i hope he has that a flash i hope you already have that booked because <laughs> then you're a lucky man um i would say that if you have an 11:15 a.m tea time at bandon you're going to want to get there at the latest at 10 a.m okay to the resort because then you have to check in and even if you're not checking in and staying the night you just have to be there for like an hour to really get yourself situated. So that means leaving Portland at 5:30 a.m. Yikes. Yeah. Oh, but I've I've woken up and hit the road for for Bandon at 3:30 a.m. So <laughs> when Bandon's on the docket that day, there's literally no too early time on the alarm clock. <laughs> it's all it's all very very acceptable. So once you actually get to Bandon, that's when the the real journey begins. You can park your car, forget your car ever exists, forget that life outside this little mini resort slash oasis exists. And um and just, you know, experience Bandon Dunes. There are shuttles that will take you everywhere. The shuttle system at Bandon is perhaps the best that I've ever experienced at any resort. It seems like they have the perfect number of, of shuttles so that when you do call for one, you literally never wait more than five minutes. And then the shuttle ride itself is really never more than five minutes also, maybe seven minutes. Um, so on the shuttles, you get to meet the people who have also traveled from you know, places wide and far. And so that's the really kind of unknown fun part of Bandon is is meeting the others, and the shuttle is the perfect spot to do that.
1: All right. Question number two, Jack underscore one one two one one. He wants to know about lodging options. Yeah. What are they?
0: So yeah, there are five different lodging options at Bandon, and each of those offer a variety of different types of rooms. So in totality, you're looking at two dozen, maybe three dozen different types of rooms to choose from. And they range in price. You know, Bandon offers this scaling pricing system between off-season and and Mm in-season. And it's not even just two different types of prices. They literally change their prices throughout the year. November through January are the cheapest, and July through September are the most expensive. Makes sense. Yeah, yeah. Um, so lodging, you can spend anywhere from $100 a night at the cheapest. Where would to, that be? Th- So that would be at a couple of the places. Um, there are some single rooms at the lodge, which is kind of the epicenter of Bandon. It's It was the first building built there. It's where the clubhouse is. You know, that's kind of the spot to mm-hmm. stay. Unfortunately, there are just 17 single rooms there, so... You know, they get scooped up pretty quickly. But you can, in the off-season, stay there for as little as a $100 a night. All right, so
1: that's a low end. Yep. And a high end.
0: Yeah, high end. And my favorite place that I've ever stayed is a place called The Grove. So it's a four-bedroom cottage. Uh, and... It's kind of a place to stay if you're going with either a foursome or an eightsome or just a, a group of guys because you get to share this living room area with a fireplace and you get to hang out there. But then it has four private bedrooms so you can get to say goodbye and goodnight and good riddance <laughs> after a long day of spending time with them. Um, but if you're eight people, you can pile in and, you know, it's totally fine. So that can get as pricey as 1900 a night uh, from July through September. But again, if you squeeze some guys in there, you know that, yeah. that you can offset that price.
1: So you could stay there with an eight sum. Is that what you're saying? Or no?
0: Yeah. 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 Okay. I mean, each room is a king bed. So, yeah. you know, you're going to get Double cozy, up. but I've seen worse. <laughs> um, I, I just for the sake of Bandon Dunes, I wouldn't recommend you know, 16 people stay nah, in that lodge, okay. but that's up to you. Dear me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so the, the the Grove is just a super fun experience, um, and kind of those on-course antics, you get to translate off-course. But there's some other options in the Lily Pond and Chrome Lake Lodge that offer that kind of common house experience where you, you feel like you're on... Um, not Real Housewives, that's the wrong crowd here, but... <laughs> You don't know that. Uh, what was that MTV show growing up? The Real World? Yes. <laughs> real World. <laughs> so you just pile in and, and kind of like, you know, extend the life of the golf trip from the course to off course in some of these rooming options. Totally.
1: I mean, it feels much more like a buddy's trip mm-hmm. when you're actually staying. Yeah.
0: Exactly. It's much different than, you know, staying in a, in a hotel where you're just alone at night and, yeah, much more communal. So in in... In all, there are five different types of lodging options. They range in price. Not only will they range in price at the same time of year, but that scaling pricing system applies to lodging, applies to golf, applies to almost everything abandoned. So when people ask me, how much does it cost to go to Bandon Dunes? Well, it depends on a variety of factors.
1: Namely when you're going.
0: Yes, yes. So once you get to Bandon and check in and You know, unpack your car, unpack your bags, and you're ready to play. I would say that there are two spots to consider going to first. And one is this 55-acre practice area that offers you every single shot you'll need on all five courses. And I say five courses because I totally consider the 13 hole par three course preserve a golf course. Okay. <laughs> so there are four regulation size courses and then one uh, 13 hole par three course. So this 55 acre practice area includes a huge range, actually a double-sided range, uh, a one acre putting green, you know, two short game areas, everything that you could imagine to really work on those bump and runs those flighted shots those shots that you really need when you play lynx golf because bandon dunes offers you true lynx golf uh, one of the things that the people at bandon uh, get annoyed by is when people say oh bandon it's a lynx like experience <laughs> um it's not lynx like it is true links, yeah. and and it's quite possibly, yeah, it is one of the only True Links experiences that you can get in America. So this practice area is a great time for that. When it's a little chillier at Bandon, uh, there's a little clubhouse at the practice area that offers free coffee and hot chocolate and tea, and I've always really loved that touch. Um, But the other area and, and kind of recommendation I always make and that I've stuck to with all my trips is to play Bandon Preserve first. So Preserve is that uh, 13 hole par three course. Every single hole offers a a view of the Pacific. And you'll never hit a shot more than 150 yards there. So it's really all about breaking into Lynx Golf, um, getting used to it. I think it's a great introduction to the entire property. And it's really, I've never played Bandon without playing Preserve first. Okay, And I think it's a great uh, entree.
1: So we've got we've got you leading off with the preserve. Take us through the rest of your like four day weekend. Where are you playing next, and then what after that?
0: Yeah. So architecturally, the four the four regulation courses rank uh, Pacific Dunes highest. So Pacific Dunes ranks number two on Golf.com's list of top one hundred courses in America. Uh, and then Bandon is number eight. Old Mac is number eleven, and Trails number twelve. So architecturally, it goes pack, bandon, old Mac, trails. I personally like to play them in the order that they were built. So I, my favorite order is to play preserve and then bandon the next morning and and then pack in the afternoon. Why?
1: There needs to be a reason.
0: I just like to you know, when I, when I went there for the first time, that's how I did it. And I thought, oh wow. So I'm getting to experience this resort in the way that it was built. Um, and to play Bandon first, knowing that that was the first to be built there. It's kind of like, okay, now I get, I get to sense what the cornerstone of this whole entire resort is because, that's where it all started, yeah. you know, kind of the theme. And then all the others emerged from that one. And then you play Bandon, which is, or no, then you play Pacific Dunes, which is kind of supposed to be the complement to Bandon. And it very much is. But it, those two are very similar. Okay. So you're, you're getting kind of, when you play those two in a day, you're getting kind of a similar experience, but different insofar as Bandon, in my opinion, is the more playable and the more fun course, and Pacific offers the more stunning views of the Pacific Ocean.
1: All right, now there's the next question. Uh, the handle is not exactly PC, so we will skip the handle. The question I is: I kind of
0: like the handle. You
1: like the hand? Okay, <laughs> the handle is at don't be underscore. A dick.
0: (laughs) I think that's a great life motto. Don't be a dick.
1: Fair. (laughs) The question is, what was your experience at Old Mac? Seems to be the most polarizing of the four.
0: So I actually love Old Mac. I think it's super fun. It's one of the weirdest golf courses you will ever play in your life. It's modeled after one of Mike Kaiser's favorite architects, C.B. McDonald. And it offers a really unique, fun mix of bump and run shots. You know, Old Mac is the kind of course where you can hit a bad shot, but it'll, it'll roll and roll and roll into a perfect position. Or the opposite, where you hit a great shot and then it bounces <laughs> into the oblivion. <laughs> um, so I kind of get the sense that better golfers tend to not love Old Mac. Okay. Um, whereas, you know, mid handicappers, higher handicappers tend to really gravitate toward it because it's just such a fun experience. Um, and then trails is the fourth course to be built there. And it's the only course that doesn't offer any water views. That's sad. It's sad on one hand, but on the other, it is so architecturally sound that it doesn't need that. It doesn't need the hook of a coastal view to make it amazing. Okay. Um, it's the core Crenshaw design and, you know, one negative about it is that you could be in northern Michigan when you're playing it. You know, you don't know that you've traveled so far to this amazing destination when you're playing trails. You kind of forget that, but it's architecture more than makes up for it and keeps you really intrigued from start to finish. All right. Now, we got a couple more questions. Yeah. I'm going to show that I've never been to Bandon Dunes what's
1: never never been there and (laughs) so so these couple questions coming up not sure what they're referring to yeah but they have to do with the punch bowl okay Uh, the handle is sidgolf at sidgolf have you ever played the punch bowl cross country yeah no clue what that means
0: duh (laughs) everyone has so punch bowl is a 100,000 square foot putting green that they have right you know off Pacific Dunes. So there are six restaurants on property. We're gonna talk more about that later. But one of them is at Pacific Dunes and it's called Pacific Grill. And you literally overlook this punch bowl from Pacific Grill. So it's again a hundred thousand square feet. It's got more mounds than, you know, a black diamond. And it's so interesting. They set up the eighteen holes. So they set up an eighteen hole course nice. on this putting green. And they make it different every single day. And the little tea markers have cup holders for your cocktails, <laughs> and there's a cocktail waitress. And you know, the whole idea is for you to just unwind after playing 18, after playing 36, before your dinner, and just have a blast. So if you do c- go cross country, it's a ridiculous putt. You just kind of have to whack it with your eyes closed and just hope that it goes somewhere where you intended.
1: All right, another punch bowl question from at Kylie Filipelli. I think I nailed that. What's yeah. your best advice to maximize fun at the punch bowl?
0: Yeah, I'd say just take advantage of those cocktails. Um, yeah. yeah, come up with the, a different putting bet for each hole or maybe for each three holes if you're playing an 18-hole match. Um, and really use your imagination. You can come up with some crazy putts on that green and it's definitely something that you should take advantage of there because not a lot of resorts have that.
1: All right. Next question. This one comes from hmm, Kralbera. We're going to go with that. You're doing good, Sean. If you only had time for nine holes before sunset, where would you be on the property?
0: Nine holes at sunset. I would... Absolutely, definitively, play the back nine at Bandon Dunes. Uh, Sixteen, the sixteenth hole at Sunset is quite possibly the most beautiful setting that you will ever see as a golfer. Wow! Yeah, and it's where my then boyfriend proposed <laughs> Oh, of course. <laughs> on the 16th green. No, he knew, he knew that, that, I mean, that place, that spot just means so much to me. Um, and it was a total surprise and the bandon kind of staff was involved and they, they hit the ball out of the park. Uh, and I, and I had no idea that he was going to do that, but he, he did it only because he knows how much that means to me. And other people share that sentiment, um, that that hole is funky, it's a drivable par four, but as the sun is setting, when you're standing on the green, it is gorgeous. So if the sun is setting and you do have a, a chance to play nine holes, definitely play the back nine at Bandon. Let's say you already did that. Then when the sun is setting, play the first seven holes at Pacific Dunes. All right. It's it's a perfect little loop. and. Number four pack is one of the more stunning part fours on the entire property. Um, those seven holes you can play in about an hour and 20 minutes, and they're a blast.
1: All right, next question. Iron 40 is the handle. Favorite thing about Bandon that you don't get anywhere
0: else? So at Bandon Dunes, you get to play five completely different Lynx golf experiences, all within a quick shuttle ride from each other you know you 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 can walk to them you can take a shuttle but they're all right there you never have to get on a bus or in a van or in a car to drive from one course to the other Um, and and these courses also offer top-notch caddies you know one one such caddy is Bryson DeChambeau's caddy now Mm. he was the a long time Bandon Dunes caddy before jumping on uh, Bryson's bag and that's the caliber of caddy that you see at Bandon um, and, you know, the staff also bends over backwards to accommodate you. And I know they're not just doing it for me. I've heard this from others who go there. The staff knows that you've traveled from far away. Seemingly, this is how I've kind of perceived it. They know that you've traveled from, you know, this place and that place. And that band is not easy to get to. And as such, they really kind of treat you nice.
1: Nice. Uh- there's all kinds of holes on the property. Let's go with your favorite one. This is a question from DJ underscore Average Joe. What's your favorite? Definitive? The, the definitive favorite hole on the property.
0: It's a tough question. I mean, for me, it's got to be 16 abandoned. Okay. But let's put all emotions aside here. <laughs> Although it was my favorite hole before I got engaged there. Okay. Okay. Um, I would say Pacific number four is... Gorgeous, Pacific 13 is gorgeous. Okay, so it's just too one. hard. Yeah, it's, it's really, really hard. I would say, gun to my head, Pacific number four.
1: Okay, next question, no coast golf. The definitive 36-hole combo. If you, yeah. could, if you had two courses, one after the other. Yeah. What does that look like?
0: If I could play my favorite 36-hole combo, that would be Old Mac in the morning, Cause you never want to play Old Mac in the afternoon. Well, I don't say never, but play it in the morning. It's the most exposed to wind. And so if you play it in the afternoon when winds kick up, you're dead. Like it's just a done deal. So old Mac in the morning, Bandon in, in the afternoon.
1: Okay. No coast golf, ten rounds. How do you split them?
0: If you have ten rounds at Bandon Dunes, you're first of all yeah, a lucky you're yeah. as hell. <laughs> I was gonna say a lucky bastard.
1: <laughs> I have zero.
0: Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. So that makes you a very lucky golfer. But also, I would split it up into three rounds at Bandon Dunes, three rounds at Pacific Dunes, two rounds at Old Mac, and two rounds at Trails. It's
1: good. It's a good uh, diversity there. Yeah,
0: yeah. You got to play Old Mac more than once because the second time you play it, I think you'll you'll appreciate it a little more than the first time you play it. It's really weird the first time you play yeah. it. Yeah.
1: We are going at the end of March, exclamation mark. What should we do to prepare?
0: Definitely learn how to flight your shots. Uh, one of the, the famous instructor at Bandon is Grant Rogers, and he's famous for his bunt drives, <laughs> where he'll take a little half swing and hit those little bunt drives out. 250, you know, he'll, he'll bunt it out there far, mm-hmm. but he keeps it low. He also hits drives with a putter. So he has two putters in his bag. One is a little more lofted than the other, and he just whacks at it. So keeping the ball low at Bandon is definitely the key, and that's something that you'll want to start preparing for well before you get there. Um, also, do not be afraid to take a wedge out. You know, Some of my caddies have told me these horror stories of golfers who try to hit flop shots off these really tight lies, because again, it's Lynx golf. They're, it's tight lies everywhere. Um, so if you try to hit a flap shot off a tight lie, you're just either going to miss the ball entirely, or you're going to skull it over the green and it's just nothing pretty. So really start getting comfortable with the idea of putting from well off the green, hitting low shots. Um, and also if you're going at the end of March, bring your rain gear, bring all your gear ready for all the elements, because even if the forecast says rainy and cold, it could end up being really nice.
1: hmm all right, those are playing questions. These are eating questions. Okay. Which I like even more. Yeah, yeah. At Hogan's book Lied, I like that handle. Are they planning to open more dining options?
0: So I don't think so. I haven't heard Do that. Do you need
1: any more? No,
0: there's six. So there are six dining options that range from, you know, you're never going to get too fancy at Bandon. You can get fancy. And that's at the lodge. It's called the gallery um, where you can have a little red wine. <laughs> you can change your clothes. Like normally the first time I went there, I brought, you know, my dinner outfits and my golf outfits. And I don't even think I touched anything non-golf because we... L- we played 36 holes, went straight from the course to a dinner, and then went straight to bed. You know, it was just, your days are packed with golf, and all you want to do is, you know, devour something right after you're done, and then go to bed. Mm-hmm. But there, is, there are some dining options that do allow for you to go to your room first, take a shower, be more civil, <laughs> if you're into that sort of thing. Um, but you certainly don't have to at any of these, which is great. So the gallery is in the main lodge. Uh the Tufton Puffin is right next door and that's where they have this great breakfast buffet. Uh, where, you know, again, Bandon will never overcharge you for any food, which is amazing considering they can, because there are no other options. Um so this breakfast buffet is like fifteen bucks and it's huge and it's everything that you could ever ask for. Um McKee's Pub is the place to go after your round. Uh it's it's got a fire pit right outside. It has what I think to be the best offering at Bandon, which is the burger. It tastes amazing. I don't know if it's because I always have it after playing 36 and everything could taste amazing at that point, but McKee's Pub is just um, kind of a really casual, fun, think of a pub in Ireland. That's kind Mm -hmm. of what McKee's is. Uh, And then there's also Pacific Grill, which is at Pacific Dunes. Little fancier, like the the lodge, like the gallery at the lodge. but it overlooks that punch bowl putting green, which is a lot of fun. And then there's the Bunker Bar, which is late night spot in the lodge. Uh, it's where a lot of people smoke cigars and play pool and drink whiskey and just be dudes. <laughs> just be dudes. <laughs> yes.
1: All right, uh, one more question about the property, the staff there. Uh, the question was from Etta Ruin. I think I'm getting that right. Favorite aspect about the property, you you say the staff.
0: I say the staff, yeah. I, I think, again, it's 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 like they know that you've come from a long way and they're doing everything that they can to make sure that you have a great experience. Um, a lot of times I go, really, you know, only the person who helps me coordinate the trip knows that I'm there. And regardless, the staff will always treat me and my friends and, and really everyone that I've seen are, around me like gold um, so that's that's kind of an underreported aspect of abandon that uh, really should be exploited more because um, you don't get that everywhere
1: some caddy questions at rosie grams i see photos of folks carrying their bag all the time at Bandon. are caddies optional
0: yes they are optional although highly but recommended yeah <laughs> yes um, caddies are entirely optional but I really have a hard time envisioning a complete banding experience without at least one round with a caddy. Okay. You know, so the the common range for caddies there is about a hundred dollars to one twenty five. You can go more if you really like your caddy. So that's a hundred dollars per round, and for a lot of people, that's no joke. That's no joke. Yeah. Um. But I would say that if you can take a, a caddy for maybe half your rounds then that's, that's certainly better than nothing. Obviously, all of your rounds would be amazing. Um, and if you could only take your caddy for one of the courses, I would say Old Mac, even though they're probably all rolling their eyes as they listen to this because uh, Old Mac is probably the toughest course to caddy. Yeah because you know
1: embrace the challenge.
0: Embrace the challenge guys. <laughs> um, yeah so you know a caddy will really augment the experience. Um, they, they come from with a lot of experience and oftentimes they'll tell you where to hit and what club to, to use and you'll be like what? you know I have to aim there And then lo and behold they're totally accurate. Uh, the other cool thing about the Caddy program at Bandon is you're paired with the same caddy for your entire stay Nice. And I've actually become, my, my husband too has become really good friends with the caddy that we have there, and we stay in touch year round. Scott and his sidekick is Donnie, so Scott and Donnie are awesome caddies, and they're a great duo, and they work with each other a lot. So they they become like part of your foursome. It, it it becomes a sixem where they they really become part of the family. Um, and if you're unlucky and don't like the caddy that you're paired with, you can kind of fire them. <laughs> Brutal. You don't have to be stuck with them for for the duration of your stay, but kind I have, of fire them. you can kind of fire them. But I've never heard of that happening. But that that option is there.
1: Okay, pricing is a huge thing. We got to talk about how much it costs. Mm-hmm. This one comes from Abby Lebes. How many days of golf would you suggest to make it worth it? To make Bandin worth it, what are your suggestion of like the length of your trip?
0: Yeah. So, Abby, that's a great question. I would say that the ideal length is three days, three nights. You really don't have to stay longer than that. Um, But you really don't want to stay shorter.
1: Okay. I like that. Uh, This one from Vandaldo96. If you spend four (laughs) days all in, you do everything, what is the average cost per golfer?
0: Okay, this is the question that I get more often than anything else, and a question that I got a lot when I asked you guys for four questions via Insta Story. It's the most impossible question to answer as well. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, because every trip could be different. Yes, in theory,
0: every trip is different, down to the amount of food and drink that you consume. You know, so I would consider myself a pretty moderate consumer of, well, maybe heavier on food, but not so much on drinks. And drinks is where you get just slaughtered on these trips. So maybe, you know, I I generally spend on a three day, three night trip about 300 bucks for food and drink. For someone else, it could be totally different because they love their wine or they love their beer. And, you know, Mm -hmm. so it just depends. But the real uh, difficulty in answering this question is Bandon's sliding scale of Mm -hmm. pricing. So in from the end of November through January is Bandon's off-season, and that's when they're going to offer their cheapest prices. And before you roll your eyes and think, well, that's when it's unplayable, it actually can be playable during those times. I Maybe two years ago, Bandon is saved as one of my favorites uh, in my weather app, oh, and gosh. so I'm constantly looking at, at the weather at Bandon. And two years ago, New Year's Eve, I was just like bored and I looked at it and it was 65 degrees and sunny. So, you know, you can get that if you're lucky, but more often than not, the off season abandon just means chilly and rainy. It's never going to snow there. Well, I mean, it has snowed, but that's not a common thing. You know, it's just chillier, mid 40s and rainy. Um, so, peak season is from July through September. Off season is from end of November through January. And if you're looking at, you know, a five round, no, sorry, six round, I I totally recommend six rounds. Uh, if you're looking at a three night, six round trip to Bandon, you're going to spend about fourteen hundred, fifteen hundred dollars in the off season. Okay. Uh, and that includes four hundred fifty dollars on golf. on caddies, $300 on lodging, and $300 food and drink. In the peak season from July through September, that number basically doubles. So you're going to spend about $2,800 in
1: peak season. Notably absent is your travel
0: costs. Exactly. Because that totally depends. You know, if you could be driving from Portland, Mm -hmm. one of those lucky people who just lives in Portland, (laughs) driving down, then that's no cost or just gas. Or you could be flying from New Zealand, you know, and then that, that'll drastically increase it. But you're looking at that range of about 2800 to about 1500 uh, for just golf, lodging, and food.
1: All right. Well, that brings us to our quickfire questions.
0: Okay. I'm ready.
1: This comes from Pert1862. Best to go with a large group or just your regular foursome?
0: I am all about the regular foursome. I think it makes things easier. Bandon fills up really quick, and so if you as soon as you even go to 8 people, you start looking at complications with back-to-back tea times on the same courses and then dinner reservations and all that jazz. So I'm all about a foursome really experiencing the destination with three close buddies and calling it a day.
1: All right, at Modern Golf Club, favorite quote, Bandon secret.
0: Yeah. So I don't even know if it's secret anymore, but there is a labyrinth on the property and no one is supposed to know where it is. So if you find it, you can't tell anyone else, okay. but it's there. And you're I...
1: telling a lot of people right now.
0: Well, I'm telling them that it exists, Yeah. but I'm not telling you how to get there. Okay. <laughs> um, I finally found it about two trips ago. So I was four trips in Jeez. without, without being able to find it.
1: Were you looking for it?
0: Yes. Oh. Yeah. You got to find it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and I got to say it was worth it. You know, it also, it, it uncovers one of the secrets to Bandon is, uh, are the walking trails and the beach trails. And you kind of have to use those in order to find it. That's all I'm saying. Next right. question.
1: Next question <laughs> at stitch golf. What's your favorite thing to do at Bandon other than play golf?
0: I would say those various nature hikes and walks, uh, A lot of people say that that golf is the only thing you can do at Bandon, which is highly true, but those nature walks and and little mini hikes are also fun.
1: Get out and hike. Mm -hmm. At Josh Giano, I'm playing in the solstice. Any advice for that?
0: Yeah, Josh, you're going to love the solstice. I played it in 2015. For those who don't know, the solstice is uh, a program put on by Bandon on the longest day of the year where you, you get to play all four courses in one day. And it's a hell of a day um, and it's so much fun, but it's also exhausting. And I would say that some tips to consider are bring a change of shoes, even if it's just two pairs of shoes that you get to swap back and forth with um, that that'll save your feet and save your body and bring at least four pairs of socks, a fresh pair of socks per round Um, and obviously snacks. You know, if you're into painkillers, <laughs> bring those because you're going to need those for the third round. Ibuprofen is all I uh, all I needed. My caddy did offer me something much stronger, but, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, but yeah, it, it it's gonna it's gonna hurt after a while, um, but it's it's going to be such a blast. All
1: right, I like this question from at K L <clears throat> Giant. Do you think Bannon would be a good spot for a girls' golf trip?
0: Absolutely. I think Bandon can seem intimidating to higher handicappers or golfers who aren't as avid. And I'm not saying that girls are this, but Bandon is a lot friendlier than it seems. Um, first of all, there are restrooms everywhere, which for us gals means a lot. <laughs> um, and it's something that guys don't really have to consider uh, because the courses, their restroom. But yeah, it, it you know Bandit has gone out of their way to be more accommodating to women. And there aren't a lot of force carries on any of the courses. There are a variety of tea boxes. So you can really kind of pick and choose what distance is best for you. Uh, and you don't have to kind of conform to a certain distance. And I just think that it's, it's a blast, whether you're with a group of girls, with a group of guys, um, just know that it is very inviting for girls.
1: Love it. All right. At B. Kolo Zaki, we'll go with that. Do you think the growing popularity of Bandon will ultimately begin to deteriorate the experience?
0: I don't think so. If anything, it's going to make you plan more in advance. I hear now that you have to plan a year in advance um, to, to book your trip to Bandon. But it's not like they're ever going to create a 500-room hotel mm-hmm. and accommodate just a, a, an overflow of golfers. They're going to keep it Im- intimate. They have built new rooms over the years, but they'll never overbuild. So the courses will never you know, be so crowded that it's, it's a six-hour round. That's just not their style. They love walking only. There are marshals everywhere. I've never played around more than four and a half hours there.
1: All right, last question. It's going to make me roll my eyes. It's from at Boatnereric. Favorite location on the entire property?
0: Well, you asked the question, so obviously (laughs) it's not too terrible. 16 at Bandon. Shocker. (laughs) At Sunset. At Sunset. (laughs) That's right.
1: If you could change one thing, two things, three things about Bandon, what would you change?
0: Yeah, that's a great question. I think, uh, my changes would go from very minor to maybe one more serious, but the minor one is they've got to install full length mirrors in the rooms. Okay. Every time I go, I'm like, why? (laughs) I want to see my shoes with my polo. (laughs) I want to see the whole me. And I know that the guys that I go with, which I've really only gone with guys, they all feel the same way. So it's not a secret. All right. Uh, So full length mirrors. And
1: figure out your mirrors. Exactly.
0: A second thing I would do is install some kind of suite of steam rooms or a hot tub in the spa. So there is a spa at Bandon Dunes. It's located kind of right off the first hole of Bandon Dunes, the the original course. And I think a spa or, and I think a steam room or a hot tub would go a long way for those 36 holers or 54 holers. Uh, And it's something that they don't currently have.
1: All right, Ashley, that's it for the questions. You got a couple more notes. Yeah. Bring us home.
0: Yeah. So I have five additional must know tips before you get to Bandon. Just know these things and you'll be golden. One is that Bandon offers a replay rate. So your second round is always going to be about half the price as your first round. Your third round is going to be free. That's right. So if you play three rounds in a day, your second round is half the price as your first and your third round is entirely free. If you play four rounds at Bandon Dunes, they will give you a crisp $100 bill. <laughs> you walk off to a gift. And so it's it's just a fun kind of system that they have in place at Bandon to make you want to continue playing. And just know that when you're, when you're organizing your trip. Two is that juniors, and the word junior to me is kind of mind-boggling because it's really people 22 and younger hmm. play for free starting Mother's Day weekend. So if they're accompanied by a parent, adults, (laughs) it's not even juniors, adults, 22 years old and younger, play for free. And I think this is a fabulous initiative that Bandon started a couple years ago that is really starting to catch steam. Three is read Dream Golf. It's the full name of the book is Dream Golf, The Making of Bandon Dunes, before you ever hit your first tee shot. So on your plane ride over or as you're creating this trip, read Dream Golf. It, it dives into the history of Bandon, you know, how it came to be, you know, the meaning of it, and you know, down to where Mike Kaiser, the owner of Bandon Dunes, had his Eureka moment. So when you do get to that spot, which is the 14th tee at Bandon Trails, you get to be like oh yeah this is that part in the book and it, it really comes to life it adds a whole dimension to the resort four is and this came directly from one of my Instagram followers P. Lee asked is it true you have to book around a year in advance yes you really should start yeah. booking tea times now if you're if you're thinking about going maybe later in 2019 or you know even in 2020, start booking now. There's really no harm. Um, Bandon loves that kind of advanced prep. They really hold your hand throughout the entire process. It's super fun. Um, And because it's becoming more and more popular, yes, about a year is the lead time. Five, and I can't stress this enough, is show up prepared for all the elements. Even if you check your weather app and you see sunny and 60s the entire time, bring your rain gear, bring your Gore-Tex, bring your socks, you know, bring your hoodie and your beanie because the weather there really could turn and it could turn both ways. Even if the forecast says a terrible thing, like just rain and cold the entire time, Um, bring your shorts because it could flip a switch and, and get better. But at the very least, you want to bring at least two pairs of golf shoes, stuff for chafing. I know that's a thing for guys. It's actually a problem that I only realized at Bandon. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. For, for men. And then a, a rain suit, chapstick, sunblock, snacks, you know, all those things just bring it all. Oh, and one more thing before we wrap this up. I did tease a possible sixth course at Bandon, and a lot of you asked me on Instagram about the Sheep Ranch. And the resort is not ready to completely reveal what they're doing with the Sheep Ranch, but the resort does see it as hopefully their next course development. So, keep your eyes open for that. News will be coming soon, and the Sheep Ranch has been a beloved you know part of the Bandon experience for a long time a very unique part of it and if anything this is just going to augment it and make it a stronger part of it all right guys thanks for listening and i hope that this helped as you either plan your next trip to Bandon or dream about visiting abandon or recall your last trip to Bandon. and thank you so much for asking such great questions i know sean
1: oh i had fun yeah i had fun
0: playing the voice of the people oh yeah <laughs> you did a great job and next month we're going somewhere else so stay tuned